our chapter for today is Revelation chapter 12. This chapter is a pivotal chapter in a couple of different respects. For one, it begins a new section within the book of Revelation that runs through chapter 14. So we get another account um, in, in these chapters of the entire period between the first and second coming of Jesus. But for another, the... Um, the chapter, uh, chapter 12 begins the second overall division within the book of Revelation. So not only are there like, I didn't mention this earlier, not only are there like seven different sections that in, throughout the, so that repeat each other over and over again, that there, but there are sort of two main divisions, the first half of the book, chapters 1 through 11, and the second division is chapters 12 through 22. Here's the main difference between those two divisions. The first division is focused mainly on the church in the world and the persecution it inevitably experiences. The second division sort of pulls back the curtains to reveal the heavenly and spiritual battle going on that is the reason for all the hardship and persecution in the world. In other words, for the reader who has now read 11 chapters of persecution and hardship and wants to know why, the second division of the book, beginning in chapter 12, is about to explain that. We will be introduced to some characters we haven't yet seen in the book. And with the Lord's help, we will benefit a lot, hopefully, by careful study of the remainder of the book, beginning here in chapter 12. And here, there are three different scenes described in this chapter. So let's take a look at it and see what we can glean from it. Um, so three stages of a battle. Uh, those are the three scenes. So let's think about the battle stage one. The first stage of the battle is described in verses one through six. What we find here is a reference to a woman, verse one, who is described in verse two as giving birth to a child. While verse three says there is a dragon who is standing uh, there, there ready, verse four, uh, so that when she bore her child, he might devour it. What is this talking about? It seems pretty clear that the child being born is referring to the first coming of Christ into the world. Again, remember, these sections cover the first the first coming to the second coming. So early in this in this section, you have a reference that seems to be the, the first coming of Christ in the world. The woman seems to be a reference to not to Mary, but to the people of God in all centuries leading up to the coming of Christ. So it's like this this long this long the woman is this long uh, train of faithful believers throughout the Old Testament who are waiting on the savior to come and then the leading up to the birth of this child who is the Christ. And the dragon of course refers to Satan. So simply put, this is an image of Satan's most strenuous efforts throughout the entire period leading up to the coming, the first coming of Christ to stop it from happening. And if you just recall and read and recall the Old Testament storyline, you can see this evil effort at work. Cain murders Abel and tries to cut off the line of, of the coming Christ right then and there in Genesis 4.8. But God sovereignly raises up another son named Seth, Genesis 4.25, that says it's another offspring instead of Abel. God had promised to send a Savior in Genesis 3.15, but as time goes on, it doesn't appear that the world will survive long enough for the Savior to come because Genesis 6.5 says the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. 
It must be judged. Satan must have thought he had won at this point. But, Genesis 6-8, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And the human race continued the, uh, through the, the, the flood, keeping the hope of salvation alive. Satan must have thought that after the Israelites had been enslaved for 430 years in Egypt, that he had won. But God sent increasingly horrific plagues to ensure the survival of his people. Satan knew as time went on that the Savior was promised to come in the line of David, 2 Samuel 7. So he did everything he could to destroy David by the hand of Saul, unsuccessfully. So... As time went on, Satan must have thought that when he scattered the people of God to the four winds, first by the hands of the Assyrians and then by the Babylonians, that he had won. Unfortunately for him, when the Persians under King Cyrus took power, we're told in Ezra 1.1 that the Lord stirred up the spirit of, of Cyrus, king of Persia, so he made a proclamation that the Jews could return to their land. As time marched on, time was running out for Satan, it, it came time for Christ to come. And so uh, when, oh, I forgot to mention the story of Esther when, when Mordecai tried to kill all of the Jews. That was an effort to try to stop Christ from coming too. But it's time for Christ to come. So Satan uh, stirs up the evil pride of Herod uh, in Matthew 2 so that he sent and killed all the male children in Bethlehem in all that region who were two years old or under according to the time that he had ascertained that the wise men uh, from the wise men. So surely that would put a stop to the Christ coming. Kill all, kill all the babies under two. Satan must have thought that. Unfortunately, <laughs> the Lord sovereignly sent an angel to warn Mary and Joseph so they fled safely with the child. Time and time again, Satan tried to put a stop to the first coming of Christ into the world. But time and time again, he was unsuccessful. It is an irrefutable and irresistible fact that our God is in the heavens, Psalm 115.3, he does all that he pleases. Jesus came, lived, died, rose again, and ascended to his throne in order, as Revelation 12, 5 says, to rule the nations with a rod of iron. He came to, as Matthew one twenty one said, he came to save his people from their sins. And much to Satan's chagrin, he went to the cross, John 17.4, having accomplished the work that the Father had given him to do. Salvation was accomplished. Satan lost round one. So we move on to the battle stage two. The next scene, stage two, is Revelation 12, 7 through 12, um, where Satan, who is referred to as the great dragon, that ancient serpent, verse 9, is thrown down to the earth. Verse 9. This symbolism means that now that Christ had come and had accomplished the work of salvation, Satan's power to accuse the people of God. See, for example, Zechariah 3, 1 and following. His, Satan's power to accuse the people of God was now taken away. Nevertheless, while, he, while Satan could no longer bring an effective accusation against those for whom Christ had died, he still retained his ability to, as verse 9 puts it, to be the deceiver of the whole world. And so now that he can no longer do anything to stop Christ, he sets his sights on the church to put a stop to them, which leads to the battle stage three. The third stage of the battle is in verses 13 through 17, where verse 13 says, When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. Remember, the woman represents the people of God, the church. And it is this that Satan now pursues. 
That word pursue, pursue, has the connotation of pursuing in order to persecute it and to destroy it. In fact, the word could legitimately be translated persecute rather than pursue. It is here that we are given clear background to all the persecution of the church that has been described in the first 11 chapters of Revelation. Satan's whole mission is to stop the plan of God to save a people for himself. His first chance at, at that was preventing the Savior to come in the first place, an attempt that, that, that proved unsuccessful. His next chance, since he couldn't destroy the Savior, is to make war and try to destroy uh, the saved, Revelation twelve seventeen. It's a good thing, as we come to the end of chapter 12, that we already know that God is sovereign, and as Romans eight thirty seven says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Those are just a few thoughts from Revelation chapter 12.